Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. What is going on everybody? My name is Cutter Lawler. Welcome back to another month of Movie Monthlies here on the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the week's comic book news, movie news, and generally just having a bit of a chit chat about everything to do with film. Nice. That's tough to remember once a month. But <laughs> I'm joined as always by my best pal, Mr. Sean Mead, who will never leave us. Sean, how's it going? I'm about to leave us, Connor. <laughs> You're in the airport now with a little yeah. napkin. I'm doing this on the plane. Everyone around me is pissed off, I will be ah, honest. Ah, pretty good. So uh, if people don't know, this is Sean's last episode for a little while. Um, yeah. He is going to Japan for three weeks. So, I mean, doesn't really affect movie monthlies in that it's a monthly show. So yeah, three I'll weeks be back less. In good time for movie monthlies, mm. to be honest. I'll yeah. bring all the news from J- Japanese cinema. The, uh, I will say, <laughs> you say I'm going to Japan for three weeks. A couple of those days, I'm seeing a Fallout Boy concert in London. Connor, now. So I just sorry you lied to me. This whole thing has been a charade. You're not even you're not even going to Japan. I, I'm going to Japan. <laughs> I'm doing both. I'm fairly sure I told you this. I don't listen. I just you said your favorite you. song was Alpha Dog. I listened to the last three words of every sentence you say, and then really? I guess <laughs> that's one of the reasons why I. Like you. <laughs> I was like literally in my head being like, okay, wait till he finishes the sentence yeah, and then yeah. come back. <laughs> okay. We have joked each other there. Yeah. So, Sean, this is Movie Monthly. There's a lot to talk about because last month there was no news due to the fact that we the, the strike was on at the time. Yeah, um, and we don't want to do strike reporting because that's grim and difficult yeah well. and also this month still strikes are happening so th- yeah. it's a weird vibe of so, just rumors writer strike is finished actor strike is still going on yeah so no yeah. nothing is going ahead currently but animator now, strike is coming by the fucking second let me tell you <laughs> oh it's coming in quick but also because <laughs> the writers are now back we now have like rumors of new movie being written because now Hell we're allowed yeah. to do that tell me who's meant to be in fantastic four connor <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? i was doing i was doing the uh this week's news or whatever and like i seen a report that was like matt shackman says the casting for fantastic four is complete nothing else no, nobody's in it the, no. I, I'm, I'm done with that movie and it's fucking casting going on for six months leave me be apparently I heard that the Fantastic Four that they were working on it was announced way too early because it was at an investors meeting and they needed to drum up fucking profits <laughs> 
<laughs> did you uh, oh this is also by the way this is movie monthly so we're just gonna talk movie news but uh, yeah. could you give us a like and follow whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on um, we, could you also give us five stars on Spotify we're going for five 100 star reviews before Christmas it would really help us out and Sean needs it to fly back from Japan he needs that they won't let me back in if I he, don't have it I need to he got a one way ticket I said my he's not father won't back. let me <laughs> <laughs> but uh, also I've seen the report and uh, this is small news so it doesn't count as big ones and that we're going to talk but that they were very disappointed in um, they, or they were very surprised at the reaction to Ant-Man <laughs> Ant-Man really? and the Wasp Quantumania <laughs> I thought it was a bit of fun honest like I went in not expecting much and I had a good time mm. but it is so wild saying- to have it, the big bad of the next phase go up against Ant-Man and lose in his first yeah. outing. Yeah, that, that's he should have killed him, beaten him to death. If We're not going to re-review that movie, but he should have no, beaten that man to death. I know Paul Rudd's a lovable man. I love him just as much as anyone else. Hey, look at us. But at the same time, he needed to be beaten to death by he should, he should have been trapped in the realm at the end of that movie. And I wanted him a, f- a few hope spots, trying to get a few licks in, and then just immediately beaten to death to a pulp. Um, yeah. But, Sean, we're going to start off Movie Mudleys um, with... I mean, this is, I think, a pretty big thing that's being rumoured currently is that Marvel Studios and Sony Pictures have reportedly agreed on a a production start window for Spider-Man 4. Interesting. With Timothy Holland, I hear. So, with Timothy and Zendaya and uh, all all the lads coming back. Jacob Batalan, Jacob Batalan, of course. Um, The guy who plays uh, Flash Thompson. I can't remember his name. The actor is quite good. (laughs) He's he's quite good. uh, But, yeah, I can't remember his name. Uh, I was about to say Aunt May, but... No, 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 Marissa's Marissa not coming. Tomei. Marissa, no. Marissa's taking this one off. We'll have to get a new, younger, hotter Aunt May to continue the trend <laughs> of trilogies. Keep getting younger. <laughs> I want to do the Transformers thing where they just keep hiring Victoria's Secret models. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like always like 16. It's your Aunt May. What do you want me for from me? Wait, well, let's no have him be questions. 18. Let's have him be 18, Connor. Come no, on. no, it's fu- it's funnier if she's younger than Peter, first of all. Is that funnier? And secondly, then you all to have the scene that they had in Transformers 4 where they have to pull out the legal rights of that state <laughs> to why she can marry. <laughs> That's also, that is wrong, by the way, that like thing oh, she yeah, pulls well, obviously. out. I mean, it's a, it's a Michael Bay movie, Sean, obviously. If you just know, there's a scene in Transformers 4 where yeah. a man who is clearly like 27 is meant to be dating Mark Wahlberg's daughter who is about, I think she's 16 or 17? She's 17 in the movie and he's and Mark Wahlberg's 21, like, I think. Hey, dude, that's, that's not great. And then yeah. your man pulls out a card that has the legal statutory law that he's thinking of that is like, well, actually, in this state, it's completely legal for me to he, be dating your 17-year-old daughter and having he sex He carries with her. it around laminated in his wallet. That's not <laughs> weird at all. It's not weird. It's not weird. It's fine. It's, that's fine. That's fine. It's technically fine. It's technically legal, but not good. Um, so, Sean, yeah, Spider-Man 4, they're eyeing a late 2024 production start this does mean that Tomedy Holland is coming back um, with Zendaya as well obviously coming back as MJ it was first announced in like to be in development in like 2021 um, and then they were also kind of talking about maybe this is Tom Holland's last movie was the last one maybe they're finished I just think this is one of those situations, especially with John Watts as well directing. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of... Sony must be sitting there going, this is the only movie we do that people love. <laughs> we oh, no, yeah, like... And the, like the exception being Spider-Verse, which is still Spider-Man related. Like, yeah. I think... Okay, so if we're talking a late 2024 production schedule... We can expect this to come out sometime in 2026, I would imagine. Feels like a long time, like a long time from now, but it's not. No, but it feels like a bunch of shit has to happen before because I have a feeling that Secret Wars, when that eventually comes out, is going to do a whole like fusion of all the universes. 
So, like, the mm. Deadpool is going to come in, and maybe Morbius and Venom are going to make their way over uh, to the MCU. And I think if you want to introduce someone to the new... Like, what they did in the comics, it was called All New, All Different Marvel. So if you do the All New, All Different MCU, objectively the best character <clears throat> to experience that through would be Spider-Man. Just True. swinging around and, like, bumping into people. May, like, And then maybe do hand off some of the Miles Morales stuff as well, bring a lot of that in, so that I Tom mean, Holland can eventually fucking retire from it, I mean, like, the, uh, this... It it might be one of those, like, one last job before retirement. I think this is one of those situations where probably Tom Holland is like, that last movie, like, I, it's fine to finish on. I think that's a yeah. lovely... It ends with him in the snow in the fucking suit and nobody knows who he is. And obviously it's sad, but I think it's actually a really cool ending for that character who starts off as basically Iron Man, Spider-Man, and then yeah. develops, like, within three movies, he actually goes backwards to where... He's now just neighborhood Spider-Man with nothing. Yeah, but I also think, like, Tom Holland is, what, like, 26, 27 now? Yeah. Where I don't think you get another... I think to tell the Spider-Man stories they want to tell, they need another 10 to 15 years of Tom Holland acting as Spider-Man. And I mm. don't think he wants that. No, I and look, that's... I mean, now his agents do need to... They need to work he, harder at picking projects. <laughs> he, yeah, he needs to, I don't know pay them worse or something i love the fact that like if people are in bad movies and then you're like okay look sometimes people are just like oh they're a bad actor but like we know tom holland can act like he's yeah. really good and and then he, the movie choices he makes his agents find them these movies and they're just like yeah do this this is the next big hit and it's always like oh tom i did see a thing and it was like idris elba is the best actor with the worst track record <laughs> He's in so many bad movies. True, but he does have Luther that kind of carries him. Lu- yeah, Luther is just a consistent. No, he's always great in. Luther. And you know what's funny is I think Zendaya is the opposite. Like I think no, well not the opposite in terms of talent. She's also incredibly talented. Yeah, I mean, like but- it's very funny because every project she picks absolutely blows up and is like amazing. Like yeah, well, she's I think in she's Euphoria very selective and herself. Like she's in Euphoria and Dude simultaneously. <laughs> Like, just two of the biggest properties. <laughs> and Tom Holland's like, oh no, <laughs> I'm going to go do another movie with Mark Wahlberg. I'm going to do a weird, not dystopian Hunger Games ish type thing. Like, it, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Um, also, a main problem we have with a Spider Man movie, um, not that we have, but that they may run into, is that there was a lot of uh, talk that this movie would focus on the aftermath of some of the upcoming Disney Plus series, uh, mm. such as Daredevil Born Again. Hasn't um, come out yet. As it was going to have like Charlie Cox and it was going to have Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin and they were going to be involved in this movie in some way. Um, and I think that was like a really cool idea. The issue with that is that Daredevil's Born Again series is now being like brought back to step one because they're like, we need new writers. Well, Different well writers. The, the, this is something that we haven't really talked about since the news came out, but Disney put out a big announcement after the writer strike ended yeah. that they're now going to follow the format of having a showrunner and planning shows out in advance of filming them. That is interesting. Interesting. Yes. Okay. It's a bold move, but I think mm. Michael Mouse can handle it. So so you're saying Michael, um he's decided that from now on I'm if I do a movie in twenty twenty six and I want a different movie to maybe introduce a character from that movie Maybe we plan both simultaneously. Yeah, maybe we have the writers, I don't know, talk to each other a little A WhatsApp bit. message. Maybe yeah. just an odd me- message on WhatsApp, just what's just, going on, this is what I'm up to. Look, and I know everyone likes to be like, oh, free spirits and creative arts and all that kind of thing. <laughs> maybe you take a role from an office environment and just do a handover of like, here's <laughs> all the essential information you need an to email, get the job done. A CC and an RE in the subject line, lad, and you're just laughing. <laughs> give me seven bullet points about how Wanda <laughs> is supposed to act around people. <laughs> Just just so we can all be clear of where we're going here, because it seems I, confusing. Look, I get it. It's a lot to watch, and you're only being paid $10 million for showing up. So why would you bother spending your time watching six Well, the writers are. That's the problem. 
Well, that well, that's hopefully what the strike results. Well, the, the issue why they can't talk is the writers are told like the day before, "Hey, we want the script by tomorrow." Okay, or else yeah. you're fired. Okay, bye. And also, you're working for Marvel. How? How? Yeah. Like, what? Where are you going to go from here? And like, if you and talk to anybody else, we're going to also kill your family. Just to let that's you know. Uh, and you said you support that, correct? <laughs> I do, yeah. <laughs> oh, he, he's doubling down. I love it. <laughs> oh no, I don't know what to do. <laughs> he's called my bluff. Um, so, like, do they introduce Venom and Craven into this? Do do what do they do with Spider Man Four? Because the big thing that everyone's going to ask, and we probably should touch on, what's going on with the memory stuff? Are we just going to have a new? Like a new first movie where he has to introduce himself to everyone, and like there's. I, so I what I think you do is in the Spider-Man comics, it was like in school, it was like in like high school, say it was Gwen and Harry and like Flash Thompson and stuff like that. But I think you do Spider-Man in college, and then you do like MJ. And then maybe more of Ned um, and do it uh, just slightly aged up. So you do all the like, because they want like the MJ storyline. Oh, yeah. Gwen's like they were, I don't think they're ever going to introduce Gwen. And if they do, I think they introduce her as a character that gets forgotten and might piss off a lot of Gwen Stacy fans. Because there's literally the th- no way on earth that they're doing this movie and Tom Holland ends up with Gwen Stacy. No, not at all. But I think it's going to be, like, he, he goes to college, he's starting a new life, he's staying away from MJ and Ned, maybe keeping an eye on them as Spider-Man. And then he does get together with Gwen Stacy. But then, they like, somehow the two friend groups merge and MJ comes around and he opens the door and it's that you hit the jackpot tiger fucking comic panel. That is entirely what they want to use. And then it, it they fall in love again. Like, they don't even need to get the memories back, but they can just fall in love again. I think that's the end of Spider-Man Movie 4. Do you know and what, then, though? That sounds so boring. I know. <laughs> like, it's so interesting. Like, of the character... I, no, hate but I shouldn't be it. able to think that up, is the issue. No, the, the issue with that is, but also, I hate when TV shows do it. I, it's a it's a trope of like everyone has amnesia. Like yeah. we have this like sick. We have these episodes where these people are genuinely creating chemistry. We build a relationship. One person's forgotten the other. Now they've got to fall in love again. I don't really care the second time because like it's tough to get back to where I was on step one. Yeah. Where like. We're like, yeah, let's get them together. This is fun. Can I do a deep cut for a really quick second? <laughs> How, so, well, like emotionally or are we talking? No, like no, no. Just in, in terms of okay. plot, it's a reach is what I'm going to say to you. Go for it. So, spoilers for Spider-Verse, I guess. But Miles Morales, at the end of Across the Spider-Verse, ends up in the wrong universe where now there's where there was never a Spider-Man essentially true i think and then there's a thing in marvel comics and it led on to that brand new day thing that i mentioned earlier where spider-man makes a deal with mephisto to give his relationship in exchange for aunt may's life uh and then he just becomes spider-man as normal right what if there was a thing that there was some crises involved that peter parker had to go to a different universe but this time he gets his relationship back and then Miles Morales becomes the main Spider-Man of the MCU oh shit because I maintain the end of the next Spider-Verse movie he's coming into live action I think that's pretty much guaranteed that idea that like it ends where Tom Holland's Peter Parker there's a universe where him and MJ can finish off together like a Captain America style thing yeah that like they go, he ending. goes off into the sunset, and um, then you have Miles take over. And and I like and then like a lot of the Peter Parker beats that they want to hit, they could transfer onto Miles. Miles also has a lot of beats of his own that could just be hit just mm. as easily. They're d- um, they're two very different characters, but they're also really interesting. Both of them, hundred percent. And a big factor of this is that the Ultimate Comics, where Miles Morales originally come came from are coming back into Marvel. 
Uh-huh. So they were discontinued for a lot of years, but they're starting that comic run again in the next few months. Um, and it's an older Peter Parker who just has a family now. And then Miles Morales is like the main Spider-Man. Imagine they did so bad that it was like actually like 10 years down the line and like Tom Holland was just like a guy and like he was with Gwen Stacy and everything's fine. And then there's just a sniff that you can go to a different universe yeah. and just see what it's like. And then like, is he a dickhead if he goes to just see? Like, if he's also now has a family and there's like a weird, I just don't want Hobgoblin. I don't want to see, I, I don't want a love triangle. I don't really give a shit about any of that stuff. I kind of want Hobgoblin a little bit. Nah. <laughs> I really think Jacob Batalan is meant to be Hobgoblin. I think originally he was, but then I think they get on so well. And I love that scene in, in uh, No Way Home where he's like, and I will never try to kill you. Yeah, that <laughs> telegraph's really hard that he's going to try and kill him. <laughs> no, but I think it's funny. It's better if he doesn't. I mean, like, because the two other spider was like, my best friend tried to kill me. And he's like, oh, shit. Okay. Um, so just letting everyone know, Tom Holland's coming back, we're pretty sure, as Spider-Man. Yeah. Great um, suit. Great Spider-Man suit, I will say, yeah, at the end I'm, of No Way Home. I think it might be more boring than number three, but we'll see what happens. They'll still make like nearly a billion dollars doing 100%. this. 100%. It's um, Spider-Man at the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, what can you do? Um, okay, moving on to our next piece of news, Sean. And I know what you're thinking. Star Wars hasn't had a lot of news recently. Thank um, God, says I. I'm tired mm, of Star Wars news. Please well, don't give me any. Taika Waititi was God meant to be doing a Star Wars movie, if you remember correctly. Yeah. Um, and then there was rumours that it was scrapped. Now the project apparently remains alive and well after Taika himself has said that he's turned in multiple drafts of his Star Wars movie script to Lucasfilm. So still going ahead with Taika Waititi's Star Wars uh, movie. It's very interesting because with this movie, this news got announced first. We, very excited. Very yeah. happy. Star or Thor Ragnarok had just come out. We were like, fuck, that's a great idea. Tyke Get Tyke in. Jojo Rabbit came out. We we're like, Tyke yeah. cannot miss. Yeah. And then somehow it's gotten to the point where this news just made you sigh. And it's yeah. very interesting the last 12 months this man has had. Yeah. Like it's, I don't know what it is, but it's like the, 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 the charm has worn off maybe. Um, where maybe making up a movie on the fly doesn't work at this le- at this scale of movie. Like maybe on a smaller indie flick, that's the way to do it. But I- true. But also, then if I was to try and defend, I would say, well, it could just be a one-time t- thing where look, mistakes were made. He probably won't do that again. Maybe he- he's learned some lessons from that. Mm. I, 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 I'd hope so. Uh, I know Chris Hemsworth came out after Love and Thunder and he was like, maybe it was a bit too silly. Yeah. Like, I think they have to say that. Probably do. Uh, but I don't... I'm happy to hear that there's drafts of scripts happening. <laughs> you know? I'm happy there's ideas. <laughs> just, no, or, or just feedback, even. I, I'm happy there's somebody within Lucasfilm... That sees a script and goes, you know what we could do to make this better is if we did this. Can you rewrite this part? Now, saying that, though, a lot of their rewrites normally come from lads in suits. Kind of like poison chalice. Yeah, it's who's doing the rewrite, really, is the question. Yeah, and we've seen, like, we, over the weekend, we put up the Morbius review. And, by God, we've seen what rewrites can do to a film. Mm. Yeah, so we that, we don't want that for Star Wars, but what like what I I kind of like to see Morbius in space, where he can just suffocate and die. I w- I, w- I would just watch Jared Leto's uh, Jared Leto's Morbius. Oh no, you said his real death. name. You've summoned him now, buddy. No, no, <laughs> Jared Jared Leto in Leads space. Leads me on to my second question. Where's that Joker cutout I got you for your birthday? Uh, it's in the corner. <laughs> it's not set up though, is it? It's not, it's, it's not. I get in trouble if I get set up. <laughs> you. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair enough. <laughs> if, if there's guests over and that fucking. If I were to know, Sean from my guest. birthday uh, last year, 
um, because we always get each other dumb gifts. Uh, I, I said this to Orla actually. On our birthday, we get each other dumb gifts, but for Christmas, it's actually like nice gifts. Nice ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, for our listener hangout, we did one of our Patreon listener hangouts and we unveiled some gifts. But one of them was a Joker. It's about six foot fucking two. It's life size, my friend. It's a life size six foot two Jared Leto from the Suicide Squad Joker cardboard cutout. Stand. Yeah. and he's so horrifying <laughs> for a little bit I had great fun of just putting him behind doors and just Excellent. like as doors got opened and closed f- screams were had now it was great crack right for but you I, yeah <laughs> at a certain stage it was said if that fucking Jared Leto doesn't get moved <laughs> I, I gotta kill you <laughs> why is he in the living room is my main question <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's family mem- we were at a funeral I brought him with me <laughs> they were laid out in front of him <laughs> <laughs> we went to a funeral of so- just a family member you know yourself I brought Jared I placed him on top of the casket what can you do look it's a sign of I'm- respect he was having a bit of a rest. You know what I mean? Apparently, that was disrespectful. <laughs> Everyone's in the room just looking at me. I'm just like, bless his father, Jez. <laughs> Jared, do you have anything to say yourself? <laughs> Jez, oh, he's distraught. He can't He can't speak. <laughs> that's pure smut, Jared. Jez, no. Um, I, that, that's enough of Jared. But, uh, so you're saying Star Wars. What were you going to say? Your second point before I interrupted you. No, no. Is that like the rewrites, re- like rewrites are good unto a point if the person asking for rewrites also knows what they're doing is my issue. Yes. But I yeah, feel yeah, like yeah. Because the, the Taika Waititi Star of your... Wars project could just become let's put every popular Star Wars thing into one script and see what happens. Yeah, like, I think um, it could also be a situation where Taika's coming off a big loss so could play it safe. I don't think he has that in him though. I think... I think it is going to be weird. I hope it doesn't involve some Skywalkers. I I mean, I don't know. I'm kind of see... I'm in a position now where we're, with Star Wars especially. I'm like, well, fuck it. <laughs> Just like, see what happens. The thing is, that I don't know that I want to see that much Star Wars stuff anymore. <laughs> Uh, my no, favourite Star Wars I'm, thing that's come out recently is Star Wars Visions and it's just weird little stories from different studios and they're great and and what about uh, are you watching Ashoka? no no mm. heavens no uh, <laughs> heavens no <laughs> I, I know heaven, I know uh, Hayden Christensen's in it but that's about See, it like, you love Star Wars and the fact that you're like nah but I'm, I'm not doing I, that I just can't like I've, I've I watched two episodes of Loki and I'll get around to it. I'm burned out on all of it, to be honest. Disney Plus, I feel, right? Disney Plus is now like, when I think of Disney Plus, I think of work. I I think of, I think of like, I have to do stuff. I need to clock in and just like make sure. It's a job and I don't want that. Like, I'm like, let's just see what's streaming or like, oh, this could be a cool thing. That's it. When when there's a new one of any of those shows, Marvel or Star Wars, right? That like, I'm like, Right, do I watch it week by week or do I watch it in a bunch? Like, it's it's an ocean with the depth of a puddle. Like, there's so much stuff, but none of it fucking matters. (laughs) That was really deep. Oh, thanks, bud. Ironically. (laughs) (laughs) Um, um, Also, if you're looking for something good to watch, The After Party on Apple TV. Very, very good. Little murder mystery. What are they paying for Apple TV? I'm not made of money. I'll give you a login, bud. Don't you worry. Don't don't say that little fucking air. I won't give you a login ever. (laughs) I hate freeloaders. Speaking of Taika, though, and speaking of Tor, Sean, I've got a report that Tor 5 is in the works at Marvel Studios. Okay so, okay, so in the works means they've hired a bunch of writers again and need something for them to work on. Taika Waititi is not returning to the project for Tor 5. You know what? I'm not mad. Mm. I will say, I'm not mad at that. Yes, so no official word has been given regarding the project like officially happening, but they, uh, there are several rumours and reports from several insiders stating that they, it's in very early development for Tor 5. Okay, That's what so they, they're planning on making one. 
Yeah, they're 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 feel they're sending out feelers at the minute. I think. Okay, I think there is room for another to- Thor story. Is there? I mean, he has the kid now and stuff like that, but yeah. like, I feel like he was like right at the end of Infinity or Endgame. He was that was primed. peak Thor. That was peak, and it was like okay, he's ready to go on now, and he'll lead his people eventually and all the rest of it and now he's just like he's just wandering around the place now, now he's like he's back to toward the dark world levels i think yeah where he, they don't know what to do with him like he needs so he can be saved is the thing like toward the dark yeah. world that movie's terrible but he comes out of that and he becomes like ragnarok hits and then you have infinity war then you've got endgame like all that stuff is great the problem is i think i mean we've talked tour four to death but like the the problem with that is it kind of forgets all the previous movies and it it forgets Infinity War and Endgame and yeah. just resets. I think I think Thor needs like a Secret Wars to happen. Where I think in Secret Wars we're saying goodbye to Thor as we know him and like maybe we'll get like uh, love as Mighty Thor or something like that where it'll be that's his passing of the torch like Iron Man to Riri Williams and Steve Mm. Rogers to Sam Wilson I think we're like by the end of this fucking what's it called multiverse saga yeah I think we're saying goodbye to this version of Thor I I think Hemsworth also wants to step away as well like he's he needs to do Extraction 6 or something like whatever And also for Thor, he gets so huge. Like he's he's gigantic in that's number not, four. Yeah, and that's not like that's not just like boiled chicken and rice, isn't it? Not no, that's, that, no. That, <laughs> that takes a toll. Like his arm is the size of people's legs. Yeah, he weigh, his arm weighs more than most like teenagers. <laughs> and fair folks in lad. <laughs> no, yeah, because that like because it, it involves work as well, but like. Like Chris Hemsworth, you don't need pushing, to do that. He's pushing Just, fifty, surely. Like he shouldn't have to be doing. I don't that. think he is. He pushing? Yeah, maybe forty-two, forty-three. But like again, by the t- that's a very like Irish. Again, this comes out. He'll be near fit. He's forty at the minute. Okay, forty. So when Thor five comes out, he's going to be. 45, 46. I think he's still going to be jacked at a fucking gills. There's no issue with that. No one should be that jacked at 46. <laughs> I think though. Thor is better if he's not jacked. It becomes great. Like, I think, I like a, a little Thor. And then he just has the hammer and he's just, oh, he's yeah. just a god. Give me an old man, but who's like godly strong. But Odin, doesn't look it. but like Chris Hemsworth Thor. Yeah. In like the Odin role. Like the way, like Loki is super strong, but he's a lean dude. That's yeah. somehow scarier than just a big fucking guy. Do you think they'll uh, reconnect old Loki for five? It's fucking weird that they haven't already, right? Like, if you want to yeah. sell Disney Plus subscriptions, have Thor show up in the Loki show. Just have him turn up in one episode. Yeah, and like just meet up and just like patch things up. Because at the now, minute, Thor thinks he's fucking dead as shit. Now, the thing about that is, right, that people will then give out and be like, oh, that... That does and it does ruin a lot of like a really good emotional arc for Thor and Loki, and I think that's really great. But at the same time, I don't think anyone cares anymore. No, <laughs> so. I don't think anyone cares about a lot of the like. Have you seen the trailer for the Marvels? Uh, I watched the first one because we reviewed it on this. Yeah, but then uh, there was one that was put out today. I saw it like on TV, TV, and mm. it just like. I love a lot of those characters, but my God, that movie looks like nothing. Yeah, like, I, I'm like, I'm, there's uh, Miss Marvel is in it. I'm Ms. like, I'm all in. Let's go. Miss Marvel probably, want, like, her and She-Hulk, I think, are my favourite characters at the minute in the, Mar- in the MCU. Which proves the Disney Plus thing is working. In some ways, but, like, I said the characters, not the shows. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the characters themselves were like, oh, they're good. Let's put them in better things. Yeah. Like Tatiana Maslany as fucking uh, Jennifer Walters. Insane. Like, yeah, so she's good. good. She's like comic accurate. 100%. And then uh, Iman Vellani as Miss Marvel. Fucking kill. We've said like that first episode of Miss Marvel is the best thing that they've made on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. 
They never lived up to it. They, no. they like put it all into one and then they just like fell apart. That show really dies a death in the middle. But yeah, and it's I, it's really disappointing more so because we're like, yeah, this is really good. And they were like, oh, why are you making them play the... Why do they have the worst villains I've ever seen? Yeah, and it's like the actors are carrying the work for the poor pre-production that was put in from whatever, like quote-unquote streamlined and different process mm. that Marvel had yeah. in place for those series. Um, we will probably touch on a bit more Marvel stuff later on. There's a will lot of Marvel now? news because I think Marvel were waiting until that white writer strike finished yeah. and then they've been, for the last few weeks, they've been going, like, releasing a lot of stuff. But before we get to that, uh, we do have news that doesn't involve comic book stuff. Thank God fucking hell. A nice little um, breather in the middle of the show, ladies oh, and Oh, jeez, I had to struggle to find something that was... There's a Willy Wonka trailer coming. <laughs> it's probably Looks already here. Hore- don't threaten me with that, Connor please <laughs> Timmy fair play to you but I don't want to watch that <laughs> looks awful <laughs> um, Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling set to reunite in an Ocean's Eleven prequel I'm 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 into this mm-hmm. I'm like Ocean's Eleven fantastic so they're playing the the pre George Clooney's character getting arrested uh Storm, so it's interesting because saying. we also had Oceans 8 in like 2018, I think it was. Yes. Um, and that had uh, uh, Sandra Bullock and Kate Blanchett and that was really, really big. Um, it, I don't think it made as much money as they expected the Oceans uh, franchise to make. It had a lot of big stars in that movie. It probably should have made more. Um, but now with Margot, Go- Margot and uh, Ryan Gosling, I think like... F- fuck they're coming off Barbie yeah that's a serious duo to bring in because I'll watch those two in anything now like. I, I've I've come to the conclusion that I will watch Ryan Gosling in anything because I think I, I think like, he's my favourite actor <laughs> I genuinely think so he's I fucking love him so much and he's such a like I don't know any weird things about Ryan Gosling but I know heaps about Will Smith you know like <laughs> That's what I want. I just want someone who's good but, and entertaining. But you know he's good crack. Just from the way, oh. like, you know that he's, re- like, I don't know. I, the sense of humour is a lot. Of, like, his sense of humour compared to, I don't know, Ryan Reynolds' sense of humour. Yeah. Very different, right? Ryan Gosling has been a normal person before, is my yeah, thing. Yeah, but he just looks like Ryan Gosling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's cursed by looking like Ryan Gosling. But, like, have you? can you name one bad Gosling movie? <clears throat> or per- no. Gosling performance Gosling performance not a bad performance surely he might no, have been no. in some su- some suspect movies not suspect also he's in The sense. Nice Guys so The Nice I Guys mean, is fantastic to be fair I, I he's also in Drive nice- where he's literally me by the way yeah, uh, <laughs> he's not you, he's not you, you can't you don't have a full license that. <laughs> I can drive though I just drive Connor <laughs> I just drive let's just get in our car and drive in, uh, he's good in La La Land. That movie's not great, but he's all right in it. It won uh, a few Oscars. It won a few, but did it deserve it? Is the question. It, it had, was basically it had sucking off old Hollywood as well. Like that's the yeah. Whole. It had Emma Stone and Gosling though going at yeah, um, so not going like, at it. You. That's a different kind of film. No, no, no. I didn't mean like that. I meant like they were they were singing a dance. Uh, Crazy Stupid Love, great in that, and a, uh, an amazing film. Amazing film, The Notebook. A classic. Builds that fucking porch right good. (laughs) She's got Alzheimer's. Oh, God. (laughs) Speaking of which, remember the Titans. He's he's in... Yes! in Remember the Titans. Like, genuinely, Remember the Titans is one of my favourite movies. (laughs) It's really good. I love Remember the Titans. When he shows up on Saturday Night Live and he does that skit with Will Ferrell where he just sells knives. (laughs) I think that's good, even though it's not great, but it's good, it's funny. Um, I, I, I think if you haven't seen The Nice Guys, by the way, we would urge you to search out uh, The Nice Guys. It's a movie that made no money. But it's um, hilariously written. Can we just, for us, put that in the hat for the Patreon? I think me and you are going to sneak that into the hat yeah, and do yeah, it yeah. on a month when we're feeling a bit down. That's it, yeah. <laughs> like some like cold February evening. You better believe it. Although, nice although it is a perfect birthday thing, but our birthdays are now not until next year, so That's it's a true. We did burn our mm. birthdays. You had Moneyball. Yeah. 
I had Pirates yeah. of the Caribbean. Yeah. Good birthdays, good. to be fair. Moneyball. Fantastic. Fantastic. Go watch that. He's, Gosling would do great in that movie as well. Like. Gosling would fit in seamlessly in Moneyball. <laughs> Are we Gosling's agents? I, I, I think we're just Gosling's biggest fans at this point. I think, but like, Gosling's like, he's too out there. Like, Barry... Barry Keown is like our guy. Like we got to stick with him because he's one of us. He's achievable, um, I think. Is yeah, Barry Keown. Like, like Gosling and Farrell, Colin Farrell. Like they're we're getting rid of them. Like they're too far ahead. Colin, here's the thing. Like yeah, I think like Colin Farrell would make us would try to make us feel at ease. Is the thing. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> Whereas Gosling nice doesn't really care. No, no, he doesn't care. But just like I think he would just expect more of us. You know. <laughs> He looked down upon us. We've never done also, an interview on this show and we probably never will. <laughs> the interview with him and Alison Hammond. And, oh, it's um, so good. It's, Harrison Ford for Blade Runner. Yeah, Harrison. It's so funny. Um, okay. Yeah, but they're doing an Sorry, Ocean's Eleven. Sorry, him on 11. Hot Ones as well is delightful. Ocean's Eleven prequel, Sean. I'm in. Um, I'm so in, Connor. You son of I, a bitch, I, I'm in. I I think this these two could make this a very big film. You, you, you stack out the rest of the cast... With a lot more of their you big the friends. ensemble. Yeah, unless they do Oceans 2 and it's just the two of them running a job. I do like the idea of like a ragtag crew though. I like, we all love a ragtag crew, Connor. Who, okay, mm. say, okay, what numbers have they haven't done Oceans 6 yet? So they haven't say, done Oceans 10, technically. True, but let's let's make this achievable that we have a budget to hit. So, <laughs> so, we, so like the star level, chosen one. They got Clooney and Pitt and David. Don Cheadle like, doing a weird accent. Don Cheadle was in that. Like that's a serious outfit. Like it's even really, to get Clooney and Pitt. Yeah, and then Damon was still like it was still early enough that he's like, oh, he's this new. He's a young kid in that. He's movie. a new kid on the block. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So who? So now, so say we do Ocean Six, and it's right. Gosling, Margot Robbie. Give me another four that you want to be in this. Oh, fuck. Uh, you need the old master. So who who do we get for that? Oh, the old master. Who's somebody that's older? That, uh, who, um, Gleason. We could get Gleason in. Gleason if you would wanted. be solid. I think that Gleason would be good. Would be good. Like an Irish-American like move to Boston kind oh, of Oh, they could deal. call him Fingers McGee. I'd be yeah. okay with that. 100%. That's fine by me. <laughs> we're doing that. We <laughs> may as well get Donal in. <laughs> don't let have to be his son who he's teaching <laughs> yeah he's bringing him up I think this is now becoming a money but or a money heist on Netflix but like you got, you bring in Donald as the son yeah so Brendan is there he's like the, he's fingers McGee he's, he's been around the block he's getting a bit old he's training Donald Donald's not as good Everyone but he's trying his best toes because he's not quite fingers <laughs> Toes McGee. <laughs> no, they call him elbows because he's all arms and elbows. You yeah, know what I mean? he, yeah, can't he hasn't ro- quite got it not, down yet. He's not as slick. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, okay, there's two more. So you're up to Ocean's Four. Uh, yeah. hmm. It's a whole other film we have to plan there. Uh, we, and then we need... Who else is in the team? Give me. Okay, I want a demolitions expert. We're going to switch it up. It's a lady this time. Okay. So who You're a madman. I'd Women look. know nothing about explosives. That's what I've learned from Transformers movies. <laughs> oh, you should really broaden your search of where you learn about women. Michael Bay said that to me once and I said, well, he must know what he's talking about. I mean, he's Michael Bay. He wrote our Megadon. Um, who, so actually, Megan Fox, as like an explosions expert, I would buy. I think she's already doing the Expendables. Oh, four. is she? The Expendagals. Yeah. She's no the Expendables four the new like the oh. new one now with Statham. Fuck, I didn't know that was happening. Yeah, no, uh, she's in that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Michelle Rodriguez. That's too obvious. It's too, obvious. It's too obvious. It's too obvious. Too obvious. Too obvious. Um, okay, we're doing Julia Irish. Roberts. Sir Sharon. <laughs> we're just casting an Irish. Casting Irish. We're doing it. And then Barry's in it, obviously. It's oceans of Shea, We're calling it. <laughs> 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 uh, lads, I think Ocean's uh, the Irish crew with Gosling and Margot Robbie would be incredibly funny. Yeah, yeah. So what? We, so if Gosling, Margot Robbie, we have Brendan Gleeson, Donald Gleeson, yeah. Sir Ronan, yeah. Barry Keown. We'll get Colin in as well. Colin could be the villain in it. 
I think you're doing okay. Then we need um, Gladiator Two. Uh, what's his yeah. name? Paul. Paul Mescal. Paul Mescal. So Paul is going to come in. I think Paul is the in. new guy in the team. Oh, he's like being shown the ropes. That's how we're introduced to everyone. We're introduced he's to the Paul. Matt he's Damon the Matt. character. He's the Matt Damon character, but he's just like he doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> God, that's pretty good. <laughs> Give me Irish heist movies please you can't tell us that won't be good That's... that will make money look at that cast I mean it won't make me. any money that would make <laughs> so much money I'd go see it 50 times do you know how many people loved normal people who will watch it just for Paul true actually that is true and Sears is in it as well yeah so I We're mean it out of the park you get Meskel you get Sears like Barry, I mean, and Colin Farrell's obviously the bad guy. Yes, you're correct. Yeah. He's, he's, but does he do an Irish accent or American accent, Colin Farrell? Oh, I think, I think <clears throat> for that amount of Irish people, you need to have him do the Irish accent. I want <laughs> Gosling and Margot Robbie to be the weird ones in this scenario. <laughs> They're all like, everyone else in the team is looking at them like, who the fuck invited these guys? Oh, like, I, I want this set in fucking, like, Drumcondra. Like, is <laughs> like, this is where it's going down. It's in, it's in the middle of a field. <laughs> like, we need to rob that other farmer's land. It's, and, like, uh, yeah, like the, it's like The Guard, that film. But yeah. Ocean's Eleven. I I think this we are we are probably either printing money or losing a lot of money for the studio right now and you can let us know. It's a gamble, but we can put it all on red and we could make billions. <laughs> I don't know if you know how gambling works. I put 500 on red, 500 on black. I can't possibly lose. <laughs> but you lose 500. But I win 500. <laughs> I just like to see the yolk spin. <laughs> I'm always up. I'm always up at least half of what I put in. In terms of dopamine, I'm winning. <laughs> um, so, as you know, we're going to have to move on. I just wanted to talk about there's an Oceans movie coming out. It won't have anything to do with anything we just talked about, but Ryan Gosling and Margot Robbie are in it, so it's probably going to be good. Yeah, but we also pitched a Batman film where Clayface was the villain, and that could yeah. happen. So I mean, that was years ago. We were ahead of the game on that one. So, yeah. pff, don't know. Um, Kevin Feige is planning to reboot the MCU with Secret Wars, Sean. So, Feige's reading the room. Uh, yeah. and he's that room seen that, that is filled with smoke and empty whiskey glasses. Yeah, we, we have talked before about Kevin Feige's room that he is currently in, where he is just whiteboard <laughs> and just wearing a marker. I think he's to down f- to chalk at this point. <laughs> like he's- and he's always smoking like cigarettes. Oh, fuck. What did I say? What is Iron Man doing? Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Ant Man's daughter is a different person. Give me now. another day. Give me another day of Ragatas series. Oh, <laughs> fuck. I'm about to be seventh day him now. It all hinges um, on this. Oh. <laughs> and he's trying to connect all the dots, and none of them work. Um, and someone, like an intern, comes in with coffee. He's like, fuck off. Right? I'm, I'm working here. Jesus he hears a slight Christ. reverberation. He goes back onto Echo. It's like, maybe Echo is the key. <laughs> I got a minute. <laughs> he's constantly trying to a beautiful mind. Phase six. He's calling Tom Holland's agents, being like, "No, give him dirt. Like we need him. Keep him sweet." <laughs> um, so yeah, look, Kevin Feige has now said that um, they're going to try and not prune everything. But, like, get rid of some of the bits that aren't working after Secret Wars. They're going to use Secret Wars as a soft reboot in which they can kind of get rid of a lot of the dead weight that's currently around mm-hmm. and br- and keep what is working, like, in it or bring back people that you thought were gone forever. We'll put Iron Man in a trailer to get you in the seats. Like, please come back. Please. please it's Robert good again. Did. Look, I know Do Little 2 is calling to you, but please. And Tom Holland's in that way. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't think anyone's surprised that they're thinking of rebooting the MCU. Again, I think I said this on the live stream that we had with the Patreons a while ago, but I find it fascinating how closely the MCU as a property is following the comics industry as a whole. Yeah, it's really cool, isn't it? Oh, well, not cool, but like no, it's fascinating it's to look at. It's interesting. Yeah, like you, you start small and niche 
And then like in the 90s, they grew to the biggest thing ever and they started throwing everything at the wall and just trying to do the most and the biggest and the most shocking things. And then people got tired of that and sales really fell off and it became more of a subculture again Mm. where people who just like had been in it for so long were still paying attention to it. And then after things like um, DC Rebirth and all new, all different Marvel, it, it gets this whole new life again. And like it's a good new entry point and everything makes a bit more sense and people spend time working out where everything sits. It, it's actually like as a concept really interesting, as you said, like that a project like comic books where it gets too big, like like the new 52 and all that stuff came in. But very, very much so Marvel at all their sales is yeah. that like you set a story up. So you set all these characters and then you set stakes and then like five, like five months down the line. Someone comes in and says, we need to raise the stakes. Yeah. Like, the stakes aren't big enough. People have seen these stakes. Okay, this is what they're going to do. Yeah. Five months from that. Okay, we need bigger stakes. This is what we're and then Two- that writer finishes their tenure on that project and a new writer takes it over. And a new writer can't go to the first original stakes. They've got to raise it from where yeah. they went from. They have to earn their keep and show that, no, it's exactly. worth so, having me so here. So you're always going up. And by the time you get to the peak, like, you can't go anywhere else. Like, the world, the universe is ending. Okay. Yeah. and we've solved that we've solved that again and again and again and then like people lose interest but then you do this really weird Hawkeye comic where half of it is told in sign language and it's an amazing like bestseller because it's something different but it's small the smaller ones then become more likeable because people don't want to be like I don't want to know about a universe ending thing I just yeah. want to be like Okay, here's this character who's going to save things. I want to see how Peter Parker pays his rent day to day. Like, yeah, it's it's a it's human psychology is really interesting, and it's really cool that Kevin Feige's like, well, not cool, probably for him, but they're finding it out in real time that like if you do the arc, you finish on they they solve all of the problems in the universe and reset time, and then they're just like, well, okay, now we got to go again. Yeah. Um, like it, it, there always needs to be a next thing. It's it's just I don't know what they're going to do. The soft reboot will it work after Secret Wars? I I don't think you'll ever get back. No, like end game opening night. That's never going to happen again. No, I I think it's good to also for their point of view accept that. Yeah, to be just like right. Well, we are never going to get back to that. This Yeah, because everyone in the 90s was trying to do Death of Superman sales numbers. Yeah. And it never really happened again. Yeah. It hasn't happened since, in fact. So I, I think, yeah, just reconcile with that and just tell good stories so you have a consistent baseline of like... And what, what normally happens is they end up shooting themselves in the foot because they're like, look at this person, they're back. Look at this person, they're back. Yeah. Because they're trying to get that instant like hit of like more and more and more. The example just, being the Illuminati in that Doctor Strange movie. And, and it's like the... of, of, of um, What's the phrase? Of like the less, re- less returns, the more you do it, the less returns you're going to get from it. Yeah. That it's it's kind of like, this is it, this is amazing, this is the next big thing. Oh my God, there's this cameo, there's this cameo, there's this yeah. thing. And, I think, and eventually people are like, well, okay, cool, fine. And I think No Way Home rang that bell at the start, where it was just like, here's Toby and Andrew, and it makes sense that they're there. Mm-hmm. And they play a, a kind of a key part in the plot as well. I think that was like the hinge. That yeah. movie was like the hinge swinging that they did it just right. Just the right amount that people liked it. And then, then it tippled over. And then the, the counterpoint to that is George Clooney showing up at the end of The Flash. Or fucking George Reeve or Nicolas Cage showing up in The Flash. Being like, yeah. here they are because that's what the algorithm says people like in a movie. Yeah, and it's not actually the case. No. Really. Like, it's people like that because if I asked you, what would you like to see? And you write that down, but are you going to pay money to see that? Or are you just going to watch a trailer that has that in it? Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, <laughs> like even. And in a comic, the extent of that is, like, the, the example would be iconic panels. Is like, do you care enough? to read the whole story or do you just want to see Batman cradling a dead Jason Todd 
or do you want to read Death in the Family? Like, Death in the Family is a good enough story that it justifies having that iconic panel. But if every Batman comic since did a variation on that panel, every time it comes up, it's worse. Yeah, it's... I don't know, man. Like, I just think... I I think the more you try to strive to hit that original high, you're never going to do it, and the more desperate it becomes. Ironically, the less you try to hit it, the more you then go inward of, like, let's just do smaller and smaller and smaller stuff. I think you'll get a much more, like, hardcore fan base that will come back. They'll be like, look, maybe not everybody likes it. You're not going to make a billion dollars, but you'll make like a solid 400, 500 million for every movie that people yeah. are like, I'm a comic book fan and I like this movie. This Look, like Iron Man did very, very well and it's just a solid movie. And no one fucking knew Iron Man at the time. They yeah. watched it because it was good. Mm. Um, okay, we're going to finish off movie, but our movie monthlies, I should say. Um, because, Sean, this is our last piece of movie news for uh, three weeks. It's, it's, it's very sad. Well, um, I mean, we do the show monthly, Connor. It's not actually going to change that much. Uh, no, but I just mean, like, your last time on the show. Like, we're all going to move on be, without you. Don't put my internal thoughts external, please. You could be international flying, like, oh, fuck. I come back and I just have a new host. <laughs> Also named Sean because you refused to change. Also named Sean. <laughs> you got Chris Chris out. out. Yeah, there yeah, we go. Chris, yes. <laughs> uh, we're finishing off with um, a report, Sean, that Matthew Vaughn has been attached to the DC universe in some capacity. The report states that Matthew Vaughn has been brought in to direct a project in the immediate future in the DC universe. Right. Um, this is Matthew Vaughn, of course, who directed uh, a lot of your favourite movies. Kingsman being yeah. one of the main ones that he did. Kick-Ass, X-Men First Class. Um, Layer Cake. Yep. <laughs> yeah, true. He also did X-Men Days of Future Past. Um, unfortunately, he also did Fantastic Four. Uh, that's hey. that's not great. That's just one. Fantastic okay, Four 2005? Enough. 2015. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, But look, he, he did X-Men First Class and the Kingsman franchise um, and X-Men Days of Future Past So and Kick-Ass. So, like, not bad. And Stardust, Connor, as well, with Charlie he, Cox. He, he's an excellent director. Um, really good at doing violence as well. Yeah, excellent visual style as a director. Mm. Um, yeah, like really and, unique to him. Yeah, and so this would be in the new James Gunn and Peter Safran fronted DCU that he's creating True. this Yes, film yes, in. yes. Okay. Um, they, so they don't really know what he's going to direct, but they do know they have him on board. So now the question becomes, what project do you have Matthew Vaughn do? Do you, do you give him Batman? Do you give him Batman? <sighs> hmm. <sighs> I, yes and no there's a bit of me that's like that would be really cool but then there's also a bit of me like if you had that church scene but like it's Batman taking out goons like church scene see, in Kingsman yeah but see I really like the subway scene in Matt Reeves as the Batman for that kind of Batman yeah where like it's well see the problem any Batman thing you're g- competing against Matt Reeves, first and foremost, who's one of the best directors, like, alive currently. Yeah. And, like, you're also doing it concurrently as he's also doing a, a Batman movie. Yes. Wait, so, yeah, you are... You're, you're comparing two things that could be very, very good, but you are inviting comparison just by existing. Which It's going to make both worse if they both exist simultaneously. So, I... But I... Like, looking at his career history somehow it feels like it's all been building to doing a batman film you know what yes yes i think i i mean he knows superhero movies as well like he could do a super powered character i mean he did x-men first class and days of future past those movies are really good um, yeah, Kick Ass would probably serve more towards the Batman or Batman movies, yeah. but like those King- movies prove he can do powers. Yes, and Kingsman shows he can do spies and gadgets and investigation. I, my, I do, I do like. Sorry, he produced Fantastic Four in 2015. Well, he we won't hold that. Against he didn't direct, man. so we were, he wasn't involved in that. It was that was that Josh Trank. 
The director. It was Josh Trank. It was that Josh was Trank. Josh Trank. Sorry, he I just remember that. Into a yeah, pool. Yeah. That's what happened. Yeah, uh, yeah, good Trank. But he, uh, I mean, Matthew Vaughn has produced Snatch and Mean Machine as well. So and Mean Machine <laughs> is good. class. It's, be, it's pretty good. Um, mean Machine is the English version of the longest yard. That's yes. how you know it's good. Uh, starring Danny Meehan. Uh, and and Vinnie Jones. Vinnie Jones. Vinnie Jones plays Danny Meehan, an aggressive footballer. Uh, <laughs> and who uh, there's some there's no sorry Burt Reynolds is in both versions of the American yes longest shirt yeah there we go um so what do you think Matthew Vaughn would you give him Batman I'd give him Batman especially if it's Batman and Robin I think I think he could fucking do the father son dynamic as well mm. as the crime fighting superheroism yeah. Yeah, I look. The more you're talking to me, the more I'm like, yeah, they're bringing him in for Batman. I like. I don't um, think you get Matthew Vaughn if it's not for Batman. And and like you could give him somebody else, I suppose. But what like Green Lantern or slate? someone? See, that's a TV series, which I don't feel you get Matthew Vaughn for. Yeah. Hmm. Superman's doing. James Gunn has Superman. That's locked in. That's yeah, not and I'm happy about that. And uh, yeah, I. Matthew Vaughn could do a great Wonder Woman movie, I think. Yeah, hundred percent. I or a Black Canary movie. Oh, he'd do a great Black Canary. Oh, he would. Oh, the sound of the sound effects, the effects of the mm-hmm. sound would be great. In yeah, that. he'd do great at that. But I don't think they're doing a Black Canary movie. No, probably um, not. But so because I think they're starting off Batman, Superman, and then I. What if, go on. What if the you know that rumored Constantine sequel that's coming up? Oh. No, there's no way he's doing Constantine Reeves. But, no Jesus, way. it'd be good, wouldn't it? It'd be fucking good, though, but he won't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he's doing, but I think I think it's great. It's a great get for the DCEU. Yeah. Um, I think James Gunn, that's your first, like, we got a star director. I Here think we there's, go. Yeah, there's a lot of good faith that you get just by hiring him. Because Matthew Vaughn not only directs, he writes. Yeah. So, very similar to James Gunn, you got a writer and a director rolled into one. We know the tone, we know the style, and that's really good because it means like it's like very similar to Matt Reeves. There's you know the person behind it. This is the vibe we're gonna get. Yeah, they know from start to finish what they want to do. They have it all planned out. And I think James Gunn would be like, I trust you. You're you're Matthew Vaughn, so you're you're quite good. What are yeah, you gonna yeah. do? And I'm like, Oh, I have this idea. That's pretty good. I also feel he's enough of a name that he can push back against James Gunn if he really feels something belongs. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think James Gunn is probably one of those that are like, Yeah, you're really good, so like Yeah, I'm not gonna be here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, I think that's it for Movie Monthly's so Sean. It's a good month. Good month of news, Connor. It yeah. only took two months to get here. Uh, but we just we just kind of have a little few chats these days. I like it. It's it's easier yeah, it's than like, like oh let's talk about the Snow White reboot again and again. Uh, There's a Gargoyles live action movie. If I you don't know care or want to know. <laughs> I know it, so now you do. Would you like me to take us out, Connor? Yes, please. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Movie Monthlies. We will be back next month with another episode of Movie Monthlies. Next Wednesday there'll be something now, and next Friday we should have a regular Hero or Zero. I think. Uh, it's all a bit up in the air at the minute because one of us not going to say who is pissing off for three weeks Um, but thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Weird News Wednesdays Uh, massive shout out goes to our patrons patreon.com forward slash heroes for hire podcast link to that in the description Uh, also you do get the extra episodes you do get a QA and a that went up recently you do get our Morbius review and you also get a shout out on the show. So a big thank you goes to Roisin the Wife Palmer, Joe Burney, Ryan Kamatsu Dozer Enthusiast Evanson, Sean's Uncle's Fingers McGee. Uh, that's Brendan Gleason, apparently. Apparently. The, uh, here's a couple tenors. David Clark, Sean Chucklin in the Washington, it'll be Grand Jameson, Dominic, Anna Irish Waller, Forever Hill Roos, Danny McLaughlin, Lord Smith, Michelle Brown, Michaela Doughty, Frost, Ed Ball, Connor and Lorraine are renting a human sized hamster wheel to see all the ocean ghosts. Russ, I'm struggling a bit here. Sean, would you happen to have one of your hilarious? anecdotes to help me out parfit Jackson Bruheim wonders if there's a variation of Kang that loves playing conquerors called Kang the Conqueror Liz had a few too many on St. Paddy's Day and tipsly subscribed to the Patreon Kira Lawler Abs Kebabs Judge Lai Killian Cronin Kyle Borowski and Luke is back to the future of days past look the names are all 
well and good, but my throat is in bits. Yeah. I'm gonna say you're taking uh, the fucking piss, lads. lads to be honest, come on with now. Yourself. Even he's saying but, it. Like, but you know what? You know what I'm gonna say right now? Do it more. No, I want more. Stop I want that list longer. I want no. every name longer. There's a glorious few names at the start there that are just regular. And <laughs> you gosh. barrel through them, and then we hit you with a fucking brick wall. <laughs> just odd. Oh, I lose steam halfway through. Uh, but thank you to everyone. <laughs> also, that, that list is getting longer. Which it is, is getting longer. It's really nice. Thank you very much for that. Also, check out. We did put up the Morbius review over the weekend. Uh, if you want to hear us talk about the best comic book properties ever exist. Um, but other than that, uh, we do have a merch store, heroesforhire.e forward slash shop. I think that's fixed, but I'm not sure. Uh, Twitter at heroesforhirepod. Facebook is Detective Implements Discussion Group. Instagram is heroesforhire podcast. And the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just the one, please. And I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So I've been Connor Lawler. I've been Sean Neal. And see you next month, guys. Next month. Bye-bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.